New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Well, what is going on, everybody? So excited to continue this journey that we have been on through the book of Exodus. My name is Nick Person, and I get the privilege of being the teaching pastor here at New Vision. If this is your first time joining us um, with the Exodus podcast and on this journey we have been on, welcome. What I'm going to do is I am going to read the text first, and then I'm going to give you a couple things that kind of stick out to me that um, we can use in our day in and day out walking and fixing our eyes on Jesus. And so uh, I'm going to be reading Exodus chapter 28, verses 1 through 14. If you have been walking with us, you know that we've been talking about the tabernacle and we've been going through a lot of details. And you might go, man, why are there so many details? Why is this important? Well, for one, it's to show us that God is an orderly God and he has a reason and a method to the way that he's called us to walk and the way he's called us to do things because he's always inviting us into what's best. And even sometimes if the steps towards best don't make sense, we can trust that if we trust him and we walk in his ways, that we will end up in the destination and end up exactly where he promised us we will be. And so anyways, I'm going to read, I'm going to read in this entirety and then I will give a couple of highlights. Um, so let's begin. And I'll be reading out of the CSB. It's just the Bible translation I read um, when I'm having my time with the Lord. So it says this, Exodus 28, verse 1. Have your brother Aaron with his sons come to you from the Israelites to serve me as priest. Aaron and his sons, Nadib and Abu, Eleazar and Ithmar, make holy garments for your brother Aaron for glory and beauty. You to instruct all the skilled artisans whom I have filled with a spirit of wisdom to make Aaron's garment for consecrating him to serve me as priest. These are the garments that they must make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a specifically woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and his son so that they may serve as priest. They should use gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. They are to make the effort of finely spun linen embroidered with gold and with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. It must have two shoulder pieces attached to its two edges so that it can be joined together. The artistically woven waistband that is on the effort must be of one piece according to the same workmanship of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and a finely spun linen. Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of Israel's sons, six of their names on the first stone and the remaining six names on the second stone, in the order of their birth, engrave the two stones with the names of Israel's sons on a gem cutter, engrave, engraves a seal, mount them, surround it with gold filigree settings, fasten both stones on the shoulder piece of the ephod as memorial stones for the Israelites. Aaron will carry their names on his two shoulders before the Lord as a reminder, fashion gold filigree settings and two chains of pure gold. You will make them of braided cord work and attach the cord chains to the settings. Okay, so this seems like a lot of information just about the priestly garments and the effort that the priests are to make. But I love the intentionality of our king as he is telling Moses how to navigate this, how to make this and how to pass this on. 
there is intention in all that he is doing. Verse number two says this, make holy garments for your brother Aaron for glory and beauty. You are to instruct all the skilled artisans whom I have filled with a spirit of wisdom to make Aaron's garment for the consecrating him to serve me as priest. One thing that stands out or the first thing that stands out to me is this, is that God is into beauty and to art. Why? Because art and beauty reflect the king accurately. And I love the fact that God's like, hey, entrust this to these garment makers to make this for the king, for the priest so that they can, so that they can lead our people and remind our people of my word. And I want you to use the best of the best in order to do this. Listen, God has given us gifts and talents that he wants to use. Why? Ultimately to display his glory. So if you're out there and you're going, Hey, I have this artistic gift, but how can God use me as someone to work in the kingdom? You, you, because your gifts and your talents reflect a king who is the giver of good gifts. So use them and steward them well. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I promise you, you ask God to open up an opportunity and a door for you to use your gifts and talents. He will do so. I promise you. I promise you that. Verse number four, these are the garments that they must make, a breastpiece, an effort, a robe, a specifically woven tunic. A turban and a sash, they are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and his sons so that they may serve me as priests. They should use gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. What I love about this is this outward wardrobe, this outward kind of garment that they're making represents the inside. These people have been called to be set apart to reflect the king. And so what is on the outside is reflecting what is going on on the inside and the calling on their life. And the same should be true for us today. What goes on on the outside, how we use our hands, how we use our feet, how we use our gifts and talents, how we display ourselves and walk in rhythm with God should display what is going on in the inside. It's kind of like this. An apple tree can help but display and produce apples. Why? Because it is rooted and it is an apple tree. And so there is evidence to what it is. And so this kingly, this priestly wardrobe is representative of what is going on with these priests. They represent the king. They represent giving his word to his people. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing that we can look at and go, man, look at how beautiful that is. This is only a reflection of what's going on on the inside. Next verse, I want us to pause is verse nine. Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of Israel's sons, six of their names on the first stone and the remaining six names on the second stone in the order of their birth. Engrave the two stones with the names of Israel's sons as a gem cutter engraves a seal. Mount them surrounded with gold figury settings. Fasten both stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the Israelites. Aaron will carry their names on his two shoulders before the Lord as a reminder. Let's pause right here. As a reminder. God is really into remembrance because if we remember well, then we walk differently and we walk in light of what is remembered well. And the most important thing for the people of God and for us to remember is whose we are and who we are in Christ and who we are in God. And so Aaron, the priest, the chief priest is wearing this on himself to remind not only himself, but those around him of whose they are. These are God's covenant people. These are the people of God. These are the people that God is going to establish his rhyme and his rule with. These are the people that is going to display ultimately what he wants to display through Jesus. And so here they are. They need to remember well, and we have to remember well, everyone. There are going to be times when we walk in darkness, when we walk in valleys, 
when maybe uh, it is not as clear. But we have to remember well the king, what the king has done, what the king is doing, and what the king will do because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So remember well. So maybe you find yourself in a place that you're not remembering well. You're wondering if God is going to show up. You're wondering if God has forgotten about you. You're wondering if he is still present and on his throne. Let me remind you right here and right now that he is. But we have to be a people that remember well. What do you need to remember today? What is something that you need to remember today that can better help you walk out the goodness of God? What is it that you need to remember today that will better help you be an accurate reflection of the King? What is it today that you need to remember to know that God has not forgotten about you or forsaken you? I would encourage you to remember well today so that you can walk better. And remember that really we get this opportunity to show what has gone on within us as we walk in obedience, as we display the goodness of a king. Because remember, the Lord wants to use us to display his goodness and his glory. Um, anyways, I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope this has encouraged you today. Remember that you have a king who went before you, a king who is with you, and a king who hems you up. May you walk in that truth and may you not forget that today. Love you guys. Be blessed. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.